Okay, here I go. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Jamie. And this is How to Save the World. Hi, everybody. Megan here with your Friday news briefing. Today is Friday, December 11th, 2020, and here is your news for this week. Mary Nichols continues to stand at the front of the pack as the potential future administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency under President-elect Joe Biden. Nichols is the current chair and attorney of the California Air Resources Board, where she has served for 13 years. She was originally appointed to the chair position by California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, in 2007. She has also held positions as senior staff for the Natural Resources Defense Council, assistant administrator for the EPA's Office of Air and Radiation, and she is a professor at UCLA for the Institute of Environment and Sustainability. While Nichols' potential appointment is being lauded by many Democrats, including Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer from New York, many progressives see it as a moderate choice and one that does not adequately represent the needs of Black people, Indigenous people, and other people of color. Friends of the Earth and the Sunrise Movement, two organizations rooted in environmental protection and justice, expressed opposition to the selection in an article in the Washington Post. And the Sunrise Movement even went so far as to endorse two former EPA officials who served under President Barack Obama, Heather McTeer Tony and Mustafa Santiago Ali. Nichols is responsible for implementing California's Carbon Cap and Trade Program, which allowed the state to lower their greenhouse gas emissions by limiting the amount that companies could emit and allowing them to trade their carbon allowances or purchase offset credits to neutralize their carbon emissions. Nichols also had a hand in implementing the strict standards associated with California's Clean Air Act, which also helped reduce emissions. Both of these programs helped California reach its emissions reductions goals four years before their 2020 deadline. Progressives have argued that the carbon cap and trade program does not go all the way because it still allows companies to pollute. The official announcement for administrator of the EPA has not been announced yet. It's the holiday season, and I'll be here with you through it all, dishing up sustainability, science, and conservation. If you like our show and you want to support what we do, please, please, please send a little money our way via Patreon. You can find us at How to Save the World Podcast, and your money goes towards disseminating the show on our podcast platforms and maintaining our website. I know times are tight, so if you don't have anything to spare, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts are propelled by metrics, and your love and support for our show means more people will find us. Thank you again for being listeners and supporters. It truly means the whole world to me. In addition to President Trump's continued efforts to sell oil and gas leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge before President-elect Biden takes office, the Senate and House negotiators removed the Protecting America's Wilderness Act from the 2021 National Defense Authorization Act that was released last week. The removal of the Wilderness Act has the potential to allow timber and fossil fuel interests to utilize places that would have been protected under the act for resource extraction. 
A group of 47 Republican lawmakers have expressed dissent to the Federal Reserve for the potential for climate change-related stress tests. Stress tests were implemented after the financial crisis when Congress gave the Federal Reserve the power to issue rigorous inquiries for banks regarding their loans and capital. Because banks issue loans to fossil fuel companies and oil and gas companies, the fear is that when climate change-related stress tests are issued, banks will be weaker for having supported those oil and gas companies. That awareness could create a ripple effect where banks no longer issue loans to those oil and gas companies. Again, like I say nearly every week, we vote with our money. That is our news for this week. I'll be back next week with the Friday News Briefing, and I'm working on a full-length episode for you all about fracking. Until next time, let's keep saving the world. <laughs>